NPR. Back in September, Robin Wigglesworth got to serve as Master of Ceremonies at this fancy Wall Street gala. I was in there, luckily not a tux, but I, I was kind of suited and booted, as we say in the UK. Robin is an editor at the Financial Times, and when he showed up at the dinner, he was pretty excited because he had requested a special plus one in exchange for emceeing the event. I said, look, I'll do it if I can invite a guest of honor. That guest of honor, a 400-year-old piece of parchment made of goatskin and covered in handwritten ancient Dutch. It is a bond, a document that was issued when someone borrowed money and promised to pay it back with interest. But this is not just any old bond. It is a bond that still pays out interest every single year. That makes it the world's oldest living bond. This bond, which Robin really wanted to see for himself, is currently owned by the New York Stock Exchange. He got the exchange to bring it to the dinner to be his guest of honor. In my world, I don't care about Kim Kardashian or or Brad Pitt, but a 400-year-old bond, that really rocks my world. It really rocked my world, too, because I got to go see this bond in person. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Brittany Cronin. And I'm Waylon Wong. Today on the show, the story of the world's oldest living bond. We learn the dramatic circumstances of its birth, how it ended up in New York, and who is still paying interest on it four centuries later. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message comes from NPR sponsor E-Trade from Morgan Stanley. Take control of your financial future with E-Trade. No matter what kind of investor you are, their tools and resources can help you be ready for what's next. Now when you open an account, you can get up to $1,000 with a qualifying deposit. Terms apply. Learn more at eTrade.com slash NPR. Investing involves risks. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC. Member SIPC. E-Trade is a business of Morgan Stanley. We are going to start our story in a region of the Netherlands called Utrecht, about 25 miles south of Amsterdam. It is January of 1624, and there is a disaster unfolding. Drifting ice has broken through a dike on an offshoot of the Rhine River. This results in a major flood. Jeroen Haan chairs the board of the Dutch water utility that oversees Utrecht today. When the flood appears, it almost uh, reached uh, Amsterdam and Rotterdam, which is about uh, 40 kilometers away. So the the hole in the dike had to be replaced afterwards, and then this required a lot of money. There was actually a local water authority back in the 1600s, and they needed funds to replace the dike. So it decided to sell bonds. The utility borrowed money from the people who purchased the bonds, and in exchange, it agreed to pay those bondholders interest. And this is still the way bonds work today. Robin Wigglesworth at the Financial Times says the Dutch were the ones who figured out this structure. Really, the bond in its modern shape, I'd say, was probably born in in the Netherlands uh, around the 1600s in the the Dutch gold era. And the, the Dutch really kind of invented modern capitalism as we think of it today. 
Bonds became a way to fund all kinds of human activity, from public infrastructure to private factories to cataclysmic wars. And Robin says over half of the debt in today's global economy is in the form of bonds. Building the skyscrapers of New York that was largely financed by bonds, railways, canals, electricity, Tesla's cars, what we watch on Netflix is all financed by bonds. Robin says one important characteristic of a bond is that it is tradable. Whoever initially buys a bond can sell it or give it to someone else. And then the new owner of that bond gets to collect interest on it until the bond expires. But there is a twist when it comes to the bond that this Dutch Water Authority issued in 1624. It didn't have an expiration date, so it's what's called a perpetual bond. The interest? It pays out forever. And back in the 1600s, the Water Authority issued a bunch of these bonds to come up with the cash it needed. Perpetual bonds are still issued today. Some governments like them because they technically don't ever have to repay the upfront amount they borrowed. They just continue to make interest payments. What's remarkable about these Dutch perpetual bonds from the 1600s is that a very small number of them, like fewer than 10, are still around today in their physical form. They didn't disintegrate or get thrown out or eaten by a farm animal. As we heard earlier, the New York Stock Exchange got the oldest one, that one from 1624. A slightly younger bond from 1648 was acquired by Yale University for its rare book and manuscript library. And here's the story of how that 1624 perpetual bond traveled from the Netherlands to the United States. The original buyer of the bond was a woman in Amsterdam. Later on, the bond came into the possession of the Amsterdam Stock Exchange. And then fast forward all the way to 1938. There was a meeting between the Amsterdam Stock Exchange Board and the New York Stock Exchange Board. Pete Ash is the chief historian of the New York Stock Exchange. He says the bond was a gift from the Amsterdam Exchange. One of their board members brought the bond with them from Holland, and so that's how it ended up with us. It's about 13 inches by 24 inches, so it's a pretty, you know, big piece of paper to stick in your pocket, but at the same time, you know, not a giant piece to have 400 years of history on it. Pete says the New York Stock Exchange usually keeps the 1624 perpetual bond in its archives in New Jersey. But Pete brought it out just for us. And Brittany, you got to see it in the flesh. I did. Literally, it is made out of animal skin. Ooh, what did it look like? Well, it's kind of brown and like every inch of it is covered with handwriting. So Pete says there's all this official legal language written in Old Dutch that I did not understand, but apparently lays out the terms of the bond. There's this spot in the middle where there used to be a seal that's fallen off by now. And then the rest of it is covered in this kind of gorgeous penmanship. It has a bunch of handwritten dates recording each time interest was paid out. I love how your Duolingo classes didn't cover the ancient Dutch you needed to read the legal terms of this bond. Not yet. (laughs) Growth mindset, Waylon. We're working towards it. I love it. That owl's like, you can do it. I wish I could say that back in Dutch. Yeah. Today, that interest is paid by the present-day Regional Water Authority. As the chair, Jeroen Han sets aside the money every year. For the 1624 bond, the annual interest works out to 13 euros and 61 euro cents. We still have to pay, and it's a great story. One catch is that, per the terms of this bond, the owner has to physically present the document in order to get the money. And Pete says a representative from the New York Stock Exchange used to visit the Netherlands every five or ten years to collect the accrued interest. That money then got donated to Dutch financial literacy programs. It's now been about a decade since anyone's gone. But an archivist that Pete knows at a Dutch organization that has its own perpetual bonds made the trip more recently. 
he sent me a picture of him basically getting like the big check you would imagine you'd get for winning a golf tournament. Over in the Netherlands, Jeroen Han says that in the four years he's been at his job at the water utility, no one has come around to collect their interest. But he would love to give someone a big novelty check. Everyone who has a bond, I would really invite them to collect their money. And Jeroen says for him, these perpetual bonds link him to his predecessors, all of the people who came before him who took on the responsibility of safeguarding the country's water infrastructure. With the sea level rising, with the climate change, with the more extreme weather, the possibility of flooding is getting bigger. So to explain why people have to pay the checks to the water boards, that, that's a beautiful story. It's the, the age-old story of the water boards, which uh, preserves the dikes and protects us against the floods. In December of 2024, the world's oldest living bond will celebrate its 400th anniversary. Pete at the New York Stock Exchange says there's been some discussion about traveling to the Netherlands or maybe just having a little shindig. We thought about making a celebration out of it. Um, We do like to celebrate things here, but cake and a 400-year-old bond don't quite mix that well. What about a 400-year-old cake? No 400-year-old cake. We also (laughs) don't want cake anywhere near the bond. (laughs) Brittany, you are hired for the next party that I have to throw. Oh, thank you. Love a love a good party plan. <laughs> well, speaking of celebrations, this is bittersweet. But Brittany, this is your final episode Ooh. of The Indicator. We are going to miss you so much. It is. I'm going to miss you, too. Shout out to The Indicator staff, past and present. Um, it's been a blast. This episode was produced by me, Brittany Cronin, with engineering by Neil Rauch. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Our editor is Kate Cannon, and The Indicator is a production of NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash on investing or wherever you get your podcasts.